Welcome to Exploring the Myth Podcast. Exploring the Myth Podcast. Where we'll take a dive into the dark and unknown parts of the world. Now, here with your guides, Omar, Richard, and Gene. Um, so what else? What's up? You know, you know what's kind of funny? Um, you know, we talked about doing this podcast today. We're doing, you know, this is going to be on the Black Eyed Kids, the Black Eyed Children. And this morning, it must have been like, I don't know, maybe like 10 a.m. I was kind of hanging out here at home. It's just me and the animals. And somebody rings my doorbell. And you know, I don't know about y'all. I normally don't have people come to my door. <laughs> so I'm like, who the <laughs> hell is this? And so, you know, I'm taking my time coming down. And then they do like an impatient knock after that. And then ring the doorbell again. And so I'm just thinking Ooh. to myself, like, who the hell is this? You know, it's obviously it's probably like a friend or something. Um, and I go, and it's this this little kid, just like with a rake, just standing outside my door. Are you being serious? I'm not even kidding. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, just okay. like what's up? Yeah. Do you want to rake your yard? Yeah, he's like, he's like, I was wondering if I could uh, rake your leaves, um, for money for my mom. And I was like, uh... <laughs> and so, you know, everything was running through my head. I'm like, uh... I was like, well, let me see if Why I have any money. Because, you, you know, first I want to see if I had cash. You need to tell those oh, fools to God. bug off because they could have been a black-eyed kid, bro. Dude, that's what I thought. Because so it's this little kid, and then I'm reading this, and I'll read, I'll read this um, in a sec. So, you know, I run up and pretend to look for cash. I honestly didn't have any cash on me. So I go out and I'm like, hey, man, oh, sorry, I don't Jesus. have any money. You didn't give the kid anything? I didn't have any money. I didn't have the cash. Unless he had like a swipe or Venmo, he probably had cash. He probably had cash out. That's true. Um, but either way, so we walked. It was just weird. I don't know. It just it was just odd to me. I'm like, what the hell? And then you know later on, I saw him kind of cruising around the neighborhood. But I just immediately Driving. thought of these black eyed kids because uh, let's see uh, the description of them. It says uh, while the details of individual black eyed children encounters vary. There are some general commonalities. Uh, let's see, appear to be between eight and late teens, eight years old and late teens. Wear clothes that are outdated or wrong for the season. Hmm. Um, speak oddly as if it isn't their native language. And then very demanding or pushy. And then request entry into a home, car, or life in some way. I don't know, it was just weird. And then appear and, appear and disappear without any uh, explanation. As a kid, just like, Gee, do they have to have, do they have to have permission? So they, if they request, they'll ask. Yeah. Do they have to have, but do they have to have permission? Yeah, you have to give them permission. So you either have to allow them in your like house or whatever. And some people have, and a lot of times when they do, they'll get this like sudden, you know, overwhelming feeling of like fear and something's not right. Yeah, something's not right. Mm. And um, a lot of times they'll either tell them to leave or. I mean, there's some crazy encounters of other things happening. Or if they do leave, like, bad luck will kind of follow them. And so either, like, there's one instance where, like, the husband ended up getting cancer a few months later, and they just ran to, like, a bunch of really bad stuff along the way. The husband, so, like, a husband and wife, they took in kids? or Yeah, husband and wife took in um, a couple of them. I think I have it here somewhere. There's a few stories. There's one of an, uh, this old couple that took in a couple kids. I think it was uh, in Virginia, maybe. But what's their point? Like, what's the point of what are they doing it for? 
what's the origin? So I did pull that up. <clears throat> There's a few different theories. They're either demons, alien hybrids, or something else. So, <clears throat> and this is from pararational.com. Um, demons, because they seem to need permission to gain entry into our lives in some way, one theory is that these are demonic entities. The act yeah. of asking to be let into a house or car is very reminiscent of needing to invite a vampire into your home before it can enter. Uh, perhaps in some way these creatures need to gain some sort of entry into our energy before they can do whatever they need to. In any case, encounters with black-eyed kids or BEKs always has negative consequences of some sort. Sickness, accidents, and so on are common after even brushes with them. Um, and that's just... It does sound a little more demonic. Yeah, it does sound demonic, but then, so here's the other one, though, the alien hybrid theory, which I I can kind of see this one, um, and I'll go into the story afterward, uh, but what this says is possibly because black-eyed kids have solid black eyes and because gray aliens are reported to have solid black eyes. Some people think that BEKs might be some sort of alien-human hybrid. This could account for their psychic abilities, difficulty with our speech, and of course their eyes. It doesn't explain their motive though. What would they gain by causing harm to humans' lives? Another tie to the alien and UFO phenomenon is that out-of-place clothing, unusual speech patterns, and ability to, to be places they shouldn't be and then disappear quickly echoes much of what we hear of men in black which are thought to be possibly alien operatives of some sort i don't know if you've heard about like the men in black theories at all yeah i don't know man because every everything about what you just said where it makes sense that they would be an alien also makes sense that they would be a demon not from this realm yeah but then the demons have the motive so where the it's like that's where it, it demons are still beating it out for me. They're to me it seems more demonic than it does alien, unless I knew a motive. Yeah. Mm. I honestly don't know. I mean, I have no clue like what motive an alien would have to disguise itself to come into your home. How old is this story? Like how how long how long has um, this gone? Let me back? see, I'll have to look this one up. Oh, so at the end of this, what I was talking about uh, with the alien one is uh, supporting this in the case there is a case where the couple lets the kids in and this is that old couple I was talking about um, the parents that they called to pick them up were a couple of men in suits and they were tall linky men and so this is the story is the men looked like they were wearing black colored suits and were very tall at least six feet when my husband waved at them they just stared at us got into the car and drove off um yeah wow the first the first actual encounter though um, if that's what you're wondering or I guess the first encounter on record because apparently the black eyed kids have been you know I guess stories and stuff like that has been going on for like hundreds of years mm. but um Brian Bethel is probably the most popular one and that that's actually like right in Abilene uh, not too far like here in Texas and I'm gonna read this um, let's see. In Bethel's report... Was this the one where he's at the gas station? Uh, yeah, movie theater parking lot. <clears throat> okay. Um, I saw that one. In Bethel's report, he described... So this happened, um, just so everybody knows, this happened in Abilene in 1996. So this is like the first actual 
recorded um, instance oh, of okay. it. And you know, since this, so it's not that. No, it's not that long ago. I mean, it's fairly recent. Um, but from what says tabloid coverage claims that the Black Eyed Children have existed since the '80s. But the legend really came to light when a Texas journalist by the name of Brian Bethel reported his encounters with the alleged black-eyed children in Abilene, Texas in 1996. In Bethel's report, he describes a late evening out in his vehicle. He had stopped in a parking lot near a movie theater to write a check. He was so absorbed in this that he didn't notice two young boys approach his car. He didn't notice until the older boy tapped the driver's side window. Bethel rode down his window and noted immediately a soul-racking fear, though he couldn't understand why. The older boy said that he and his brother wanted to catch a movie but had forgotten their money at home. Um, they had asked if Bethel could give him a ride. They assured him that it wouldn't take long, they were just two kids, and that they didn't have a gun. <laughs> hey, it's cool, man. <laughs> we have no weapons. We're just a couple kids. We're not going to do anything wrong. Yeah. Uh, Bethel found the assurances unnerving and noted that the last showing of the film they wanted to see had already started and would be nearly over by the time he could drive them anywhere and get back. In his recount of the incident, he stated that when he broke eye contact with them, his fear became all-encompassing and it wasn't until he broke eye contact with their eyes became completely blacked out. Oh, wait, wait, let me read that over. <laughs> Sorry, uh, this letter is like super small. In his recount of the incident, he said that when he broke eye contact with them, his fear became all-encompassing, and it wasn't until he broke eye contact that their eyes became completely blacked out. The older boy began to get frustrated when Bethel made excuses for not giving them a ride and said that they couldn't get into the car unless Bethel said it was okay. After that, Bethel tore out <clears throat> Bethel tore out of the parking lot, and to this day, he still stands by his story. Since this account, numerous claims of sightings have flooded internet chat rooms and alternative media websites. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that, <clears throat> what's cool about that story, and I remember that story too, but what's, what's neat about that story, it seems subtle, but it explains the way um, people just putting like black contacts in their eyes. So when he first saw them, he didn't notice it. Like, they're, they're, they had regular yes. eyes. It wasn't until he broke contact and then he looked back that he was able to see that the whole eye was black. Yeah. Hence, <clears throat> black-eyed kids. Um, and that's like a subtle way of kind of letting... And he's a writer, so I'm sure he, he made that a very important part of his story because that's the first thing someone's going to say is like... Some kids got some blacked out contacts and scared you. Yeah. Like that's, or, you know, whatever. Now the kids are doing that today. But if that, there's no way to explain that. If you looked away for a second and looked back and then they had black eyes, again, seems like supernatural, seems like um, something that is not of this world. And also, if it's just invoking fear, if there is a spiritualness in us and we recognize that. <clears throat> I mean, it, it kind of fits with more demonic. And that story that you were talking about with the, with the the old lady and the husband that brought him in, yeah. that was, I thought, I guess we've talked about it before because I remember talking about that. That story was one of the creepiest yeah. stories that I read. Um, so these kids knock on the door and they're just very monotone. Like, 
our parents left us. Can we please come in? Like, it was just very mm-hmm. monotone, and they were looking down the whole time. And it was raining, soaking wet. So, of course, this elderly grandma lady was like, get in. Okay, get in, get in, get in. And she was like, as uh, soon as they came in, she just had this very strong sense of something's about to be wrong. Something's about bad to happen. Um, and they wouldn't talk. After As soon as they got in, they just stopped talking. Normal questions. Where are your parents? Um, are you guys cold? Do you want a blanket? Uh, do you want to, you know, take like a hot shower? And then we have some old, you know, our kids' old clothes. And they just sat there on the couch, like not saying a word. And then at some point, like all the electricity goes out in the house. And you hear like rumbling and moving and going around. And then when the lights come back on, the kids are like just standing there staring at them. And now they see the black eyes. So now they're looking at the two parents and there's like all this stuff moved around, like moved differently and they're staring at them and they're like, our parents are here and they're okay. And they're just paralyzed with fear. And so they walk to the door and they see down the driveway, like an old Cadillac and like Gene said, tall, slender, two tall, slender figures. And like they waved at them and like didn't even wave back. And the kids left without saying a thing. And then like Gene said, there was a, uh, cancer mm. with that mm. that elderly guy like a couple months mm. later that story was creepy like to, I could see it when I read it and that uh, that just seems more evil to me I don't know why an alien would be evil see everything that you said about it being demonic and evil makes so so much sense right I, I agree the only thing that's different is how physical and tangible they are and the fact of someone coming and picking them up that's what leads it more mysterious i'm not going to say alien it kind of you know that's a funny thing to entertain but just i don't know it's so physical and you know how many stories of like demonic stuff is is that physical presence standing in front of you you could touch it and feel it it's just right it feels different it feels wrong it feels super creepy like you said i remember reading this on like a forum whenever like i was really young like early 2000s i remember being like young and on chat rooms and stuff like that or forums and hearing about this and uh yeah man it's super super creepy i don't know i don't know what else to say so the that's the only thing that throws me off the the tangibleness of of yeah, because, you know, I mean, normally things. don't, like, ghosts and demons and stuff haunt, like, one specific place? I mean, these guys are just cruising around. Yeah, and they're the kind place. of spirits, too, right? Like, demons are... Entities, right? Like, you see, yeah, it, it, they're, they're not so tangible. I mean, unless there's something... Because ob- the intent seems to be to f- put fear into into somebody and like if you are an alien that's sophisticated why do you have a weird rule where you have to be that's the thing in? that doesn't make sense unless yeah. well and the only thing that i can think of is like when i was going to um when i was going to school when i was going to college so there's a lot of ethics that are that go on with like trials and studies you can't just do anything you want everything has to be you have to have permission from the participant like there's a lot that goes into uh, getting consent. It's a very high priority. And so if there, maybe it's just like, it's ethical, them being ethical in 
in studying like how our adrenaline works when we're scared mm. or like when we're like in a like maybe they know like black eyes scare us and like you know the lights going out and then all three kids just standing there going my parents are here like they're intentionally scaring us to study maybe it's people that they've already implanted and can read like whatever levels and get whatever data from that person yeah and then they're doing these things to that person to get a read on like okay this is how their adrenaline works this is how their fight or flight works this is how their you know whatever and then but they're also being super ethical by being like asking permission to come in and ask <laughs> yeah yeah right they're like <laughs> following the rules <laughs> Well, um, and I don't think they care that we care. I think maybe like they're they have their board of ethics that like, well, when you did this study, did you have permission from the human? alien law? Yes, 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 we did. Yes. In fact, check yes, the we did. They invite, <laughs> right? And then they publish their be, paper. That, that well, and so so that's a motive. There are some theories. I don't know if you guys have heard of the um, like the energy vampire theory, where they could be feeding off of that fear. And so they could be going into these homes to yeah. create this fear and then harness that energy and then take it back. Interesting. I never read that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it is very vampirish. It is very vampirish. I mean, honestly, like. The only thing is, can you see them in a reflection? And what happens if you throw garlic at them? I do not I know. want to know that. You want to test it out? <laughs> yeah. Invite some in. Like... I did find that story about that old couple. Um, and then I got this one from Coast to Coast. This is actually a little bit of a different story. Um, let's see. A woman claims to have made the mistake of allowing the entities into her home and shared the terrifying result of her misplaced generosity. The encounter happened about a year ago when she suddenly woke up by a loud banging at the door. After waking her husband, the couple answered the door to discover two disheveled children standing in the snow. The woman instinctually felt ill at ease with the children, but, against her better judgment, decided to let them inside the house to get out of the cold. Once they were inside, her husband asked them a series of questions about how the kids happened upon their doorstep, but only received the response, Our parents will be here soon, in a creepy sing-song voice, <laughs> like your cliché kid right. in a horror movie. Uh, shortly thereafter, the couple were stunned to notice that the kids had solid black eyes, causing them to recoil in horror. The woman's husband began having dizzy spells and then a nosebleed while their normally friendly cats hid from the visitors. And this is one other thing um, that I read is that animals are super afraid of them. Like they start acting weird yeah. and either immediately hide. Well, they can detect them. Yeah, they can detect the evil. The evil. But cats don't bark. So that's like more of a comment. What was that movie where the like there was an alien that was like uh, visiting them all the time, and then they went to go see this specialist, and he was like explaining what was going to happen that they were going to take one of them. Uh, oh, what is that? Oh, I've never seen that. Is it called Taken? It might be. I think Taken, Taken is with uh, Leslie. Oh <laughs> Leslie yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Never mind. That's that's a the, I have a very strong set of skills. Yeah, that's yeah, it. that's the. <laughs> Um, I forgot what it's called, but it's it's a really cool alien movie where they're getting visited. Creepy stuff is happening to them. There's these like little implant marks behind their ears, and then they're like having these weird out of body moments that they can't control because they're being controlled by them. And then this ultimately all leads to one person being like taken. And so they go to see a specialist. 
about like what's gonna happen and it's obviously like this kooky dude that they found online or something like that that seems fake it doesn't seem real mm. and so he has all these cats in the house and they're like well what's with all the cats and he's like yeah i don't really like cats but dogs bark too much and they're like what yeah animals know so animals can sense them and dogs will like bark non-stop yeah. and they're so loud cats will like hiss and go away and yeah, like crouch he's down. like it just lets me know when they're yeah it lets me know when they're near and he was even like i don't even fight them anymore i i just accept it i know what's going to happen and i at least just want to know before it happens so that's why i have the cats it's kind of like an early warning sign oh, wow. so yeah cats are like i guess little alien detectors that's so weird well back to the story um the woman uh suddenly the power in the house went out and the couple were gripped by sheer terror waiting to see what would happen next one of the children eventually said that their parents had arrived and the two entities left the house to meet a pair of men waiting at a black car in the driveway the four strange entities then simply drove away as mysteriously as they had appeared in the time since the encounter with the black-eyed children the couple have had their cats disappear or die and both the women as well as her husband have been plagued by illnesses including a cancer diagnosis that seemingly has no explanation i know that all of this is, is because similar yeah it sounds like the like the same story it almost sounds like the same story yeah and, and unless it's just like a move that they do that's like their it's like a dance it's like their go-to they just do the same thing over yeah their go-to move it might be i mean that's what it seems like you know though it's just a random person or you know random set of kids just coming up to your car or your place are there any are there any like instant kills head chopped off uh murder like is there any of that or is it just putting a lot of fear in somebody and then bad things happen later i don't know let's find out well how would you know if someone was murdered by black-eyed kids you know what i mean true if unless there was a witness yeah i guess that's true uh, they're all on YouTube, turds. Or if they took their eyeballs out and left <laughs> on the counter. <laughs> Just leave their eyeballs. And wrote black-eyed kids. B-E-K. <laughs> B-E-K, Poppy. It was B-E-K us. did this. Um, I mean, I've got a few. Let's see. I don't know I don't know which of these are going to be good. Damn, these are kind of long. Yeah, but are any of them oh, murder? so bad. Oh, I do these pictures. The pictures are the worst. Like even like just scroll to just oh, watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, this is a, an actual one, a real life example so of a black eyed kid. Can... Oh, what's up? Is there anything you can do to ward them off, or is there like, or they just they pick you at random? I don't know, and I don't even. Or know. is there something you do that draws them in, and also is there something you can do to drive them away? Just not invite them in, I would think. Because that's usually where I find my little, my own idea of like, oh, that's what I think this is really about. Yeah. But if this is just for no reason, random, it kind of, that's a little unique in the, yeah, in the scary, spooky story world. I have one. Did y'all like see that no video lesson. that I sent y'all a while back, that drone footage? In, yeah. um so this is an interesting one that could explain 
all of these encounters happening over here. So this is the black-eyed girl of Cannock Chase, and this is in Staffordshire, England. Um, in September 2014, tabloid, news, tabloid newspaper The Daily Star ran several full front page stories of a black-eyed girl who was terrorizing the area of Cannock Chase in Staffordshire, England. Lee Brickley, a paranormal investigator, examined the case. He claimed that a local woman had suddenly heard a terrifying scream, which she believed to be a child in danger. She ran in search of the child, and after initially not seeing anyone, she noticed that a girl dressed in white stood behind her. She stated that the young girl had her hands over her eyes as if she was waiting for a birthday cake and was silent. The woman, who also had her young daughter with her, asked the strange girl if she was okay, which seemed to prompt her to take her hands away from her face and open her eyes. That's when I saw they were completely black. No iris, no white, nothing, the witness told Brickley. I jumped back and grabbed my daughter. When I looked again, the child was gone. It was so strange. Brickley also told the media that his own aunt had witnessed the same girl over 30 years earlier in 1982. He stated that she had heard a young girl calling for help before seeing a girl dressed in white running away from her. Brickley's aunt caught up to her and placed a hand on her shoulder to see if she was okay. When the girl turned around, his aunt could see that her eyes were completely black. The girl then turned and continued to run before disappearing. So the cool thing about this story is if you go to YouTube and search for black-eyed girl cannot chase ghost, um, there's actual quadricopter like drone footage of this. I mean, if y'all have a chance, check it out. No, I saw you it. You saw it? No, does it look staged? Yeah, but... I can't tell if it looks staged or not. Okay, well, first of all, I'll be honest with you. It looks like someone's running through a field, but you can't tell that she has black eyes. No, it's just a kid in a white dress that just is just standing there, creepy as hell. I understand, but there's no black eyes. Like, you can't tell if she has black eyes or not. No, you're too far away. Right. Yeah. Um. So I don't know the context. I mean. Yeah. Let's see. Oh man, where'd it go? I had found this thing where there is basically this bar, like this old pub, and once it got sold, that's when all these crazy things with the black eyed children started happening. And the pub is in Cannock Chase. Hmm. Yeah, the 400 year old Four Crosses pub in Cannock, Staffordshire, is said to be known for its mysterious happenings, including unexplained footsteps, glasses smashing without warning, and the reported apparition of a young girl. According to website caterer and hotel keeper, the pub was built in 1636 as a coaching inn for shipping timbers almost a thousand years old. According to haunted rooms uh, and several secret passages have been discovered within the building during the 20th century. So from what I read, and this was, I don't know if this was in, in the early 90s or if this was like late 2000s, that this place was sold. And once it was sold, that's when a lot of these Black Eyed Kid encounters started happening. And it was sold right around Halloween, which is even creepier. Hmm. Yeah, that makes it sound more like spirits again. Like, yeah. more demonic. It, like, if they were being held within the... Aliens wouldn't be held within a domain so, of, like, a bar. Yeah, so maybe... 
and yeah, this is just a theory. Maybe whatever they were, it was, was contained in this place. And then something happened and now they're out. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then they just feed off the fear. I don't but know. But there's no story. There's no concrete. There's no what they are, what they want, and why they do it. No. There's nothing concrete on that, right? No, not that I've been able to yeah, find. Yeah, it's less of like of a. I guess it's turned into folklore over time, but part of me, it was a more of people's just random stories of these kids. You know what I mean? And all collectively looking at yeah. them as a whole, not knowing if they're actually connected or what, but. So, and uh, to me, that makes it a little more scary because when I have when I have a myth or a lore or a scary story, a scary nighttime story that has a what, when, why, how, where, like there's a whole background story and there's a way to keep it away. There's a way to draw it in. Like if you're doing something bad, it draws it in. And then if you do something good, it draws it away. Those to me, I'm like, okay, well, I could see the point. I don't think it's real, but I could see the value in society that it would have to have this story or to have this myth or lore that's told generation to generation. Yeah. But the ones that don't have that are a little more like, okay, well, so let it's either made up or it's real. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the only two options we have. It's either real stories or people, like, one person made it up and then everyone kind of copied them after that. Mm. If it's made up, why is it made up? Why would why would a writer and it, from what I understand, it, the the first real one was that writer, that Texas writer, um, and I don't know if he wrote for like newspapers or if he was freelance with magazines. He was a journalist, yeah. Of. So <clears throat> I just don't get why, like why he would, and unless he had a history, I would like to see that guy's history of of what he wrote about. If he's like a science fiction writer or like a horror column writer then i'd be a little bit like okay so i mean <laughs> that would help you in your in your horror section of writing but if this guy was just a normal guy never like his whole career never had anything like this and then all of a sudden one day he has a story and then since he hasn't continued to come up with with out of this world stories that to me is more like there is no why there is no and it seems a little more real because like what I think of demonic things would be there's not a real reason it's just a general havoc just a general like ah just it's it's a yearning that they have to like mess up a life or ruin a life or take something pure and soil it yeah like um so that kind of makes it seem a little more legit that there isn't this origin background or this uh Rougarou style like if you do your uh freaking what is it when you do your communion your or not your communion but you do your lint then he won't get you but if you don't do your lint he's gonna come after you yeah shout out to Rougarou by the way shout out to, shout out to Rougarou yeah I mean the alien thing's cool just got like aliens but I see this being more of like a it seems more so. demonic than anything but again the, the one thing that throws me off is is that they're roaming around just hanging out yeah that is they're the, roaming around so it's like where are they going where are they coming well, and, from and then why are they choosing this people is my big thing which I guess like what you said is what makes it even more scary is that it can just happen randomly like there's no reason like for it to show up well and if they're good people that is a, a demon's like favorite like from my understanding of demons that's their favorite target 
because the more pure, the more like soil they can get them, the bigger victory they have. Um, You're probably more likely to trick them too because they're that naive. Well, yeah. To the evil. Well, no, and it's it's a good plan. It's a good plan. There's a bunch <laughs> of demons that got together and they were like, "What's the best way we can gain entry?" Like most like adults that are let's say not even religious but just good like they don't mess with ouija boards or they don't mess with like they're not going to do anything to accidentally invite someone in so they're kind of taking like a proactive approach and doing like okay well let's disguise ourselves as children in distress that need somewhere to go or need to come in and then once we're invited hey by the rules that the god that god and devil have like as long as we're invited in you know, we can do whatever we want. So that's kind of... Mm-hmm. It's a good plan if that's what they came up with. Because that'd be hard to turn down. Like, if it was raining and storming and some kids rang on my doorbell, I'm probably not going to, like, just be like, yep, shut for today. Yeah, yeah you gotta think about the it. the door on their like, face. Okay, like, you're not a complete I asshole. probably wouldn't. I'd probably have them come in. If they didn't know their parents' phone number, I'd probably call 911 and just be like, hey, there's these random kids in my house. It's... I don't know where their parents are. Someone needs to call CPS or something. I don't know. Um, but I wouldn't leave them out. Like, just, okay, just wait outside. I'll make some calls. <laughs> Thank you. Like, <laughs> I probably would garage. Now, if I saw the black eyes right away, then yeah. So that's a nifty trick that they got that the initial thing that you don't, you don't see the black eye. You just see, like, regular. And then when you look away and look back, boom, you see the black eye. But typically, it's too late at that time. Yeah, and most people probably wouldn't even expect it. I mean, had I not known about the black-eyed kids, I wouldn't have even thought it when that kid was at my door. But because we had done, you know, started reading all this, then that's, that was honestly like the first thing I thought. I'm like, what the hell is this kid? I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, right? Did I, they know I that I was reading this? The thing that kind of, for me personally, I guess we've kind of said this a little bit already, but it kind of feels more real because... The stories aren't that elaborate. Like they're not going in and causing mayhem, and they murdered the dog, and they crawled on the walls. It's kind of like this ominous little story, and it's kind of it, they have so much rain to like make up a better story than the stories. They're they're honestly mm-hmm. not that crazy, and those extra details just make it feel I don't know. The kids, uh, the kids telling the guy that they don't have a gun is kind of just a funny little tidbit that I don't think sure. that goes along even with the demon thing. It kind of feels more real. Like he's maybe you know, of course, someone that's lying could do that too, but it just makes the story right. feel more authentic. That there's yeah. little tidbits and boring kind of stories. So, oh, you think this is boring? <laughs> You chose a boring <laughs> topic, bro. No, there's... Well, it, it, it not that it's boring, but it, it doesn't have that... I hate to go back to Rougarou, but he just keeps pulling me yeah, back in. Does he have the guy. sizzle that Rougarou does? <laughs> he, just, he just keeps pulling me back I'll tell you what, man. These in. things look way... Cre- I think this is more the visual appeal of the black guy. Well, of course, no, kids. but they're they're way more scary they're than Rougarou. Because Rougarou yeah. is like... You, you could see through the Rougarou story like glass like you can you can tell exactly the point of the rougarou yeah so catholics can do lint that's it it's that simple it's there's nothing they never got past that level of like what can we do to get our community to have more lint let's make up a fake monster he's like the catholic anti-hero 
well, but this ha this doesn't have that. And it, it leaves you with like, okay, so was it for attention that the guy made it up? If he made it, let's say he made it up. It, it would have to have been for attention because he's not leaving any sort of moral story behind it. So like, and that's why you don't smoke cigarettes behind the school. Like that's, it's not one of those myths. Um, so if it was for attention, if the guy's a journalist, that's about, a, that's a lot of attention. I mean, you already have a lot of attention as a journalist. But the thing is, and I, don't I guess think it, it depends on how big you are. And like they, like they say, any press is good press. Like, you know, so sure. there, there is an incentive for someone to make up a crazy story. Um, and saying he's a journalist doesn't, doesn't help also because he might, oh, you're a creative person who's written his whole life. You live right. writing stories right. or writing. Yeah. And then you wrote this really scary yeah, story. Exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. But I see both ways. He would also be the best person to have that happen to because he will be so thorough and descriptive about it. So, it's. Right. I think it's real. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? These are so many random encounters. So, I, I did find, I was able to find one page with like 16 of them. But that's not that many, though. I mean, how many how many encounters are we talking about total? Yeah. I didn't reported? find a lot of stories. I mean, I have no clue, but there's there's got to be dozens, I would assume. That's not a lot, though. You're right. That's not a lot. In the that's grand scheme like of a, it all, no. like a Bloody Mary, like every almost every middle school kid knew about Bloody Mary, and that, not that they saw it or did it, but they knew about yeah. it, and they had a fake story or they had what a real story, whatever. Mm -hmm. But. Black Eyed Kids, I didn't hear about Black Eyed Kids till like when we first started talking, when I was talking about it with you guys. Yeah. I never heard We're Black Eyed the Kids entry, yeah. Oh, wow. I, I heard I about it early on, but I used to look up a lot of weird stuff whenever I, when, when the internet was like first popping off, like in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, I, I remember hearing about Black Eyed Kids, like this story, these stories. And they were those same ones that we're talking about. It wasn't different ones. Uh, that's what I mean. Like, there's not that many mm -hmm. accounts, right? Like, I'm not getting... I never heard anybody in school talk about it like, hey, y'all know about the black-eyed kids, right? I mean, I, I don't remember that. I don't remember anybody telling me about that. Yeah. Bloody Mary, Chupacabra. Um, <laughs> demons or ghosts. Like, those were all part of... Yeah. I mean, but not black. And you, know, you, you could say that this could be a tale, and you know, the natural thing would be like, don't let a stranger into your house, like just like the vampire thing, and that's the, the moral yeah, of the tale. Children, children are way different. Like that, I don't think the moral of it would be like, don't let children in your house. No, no, not children, strangers. But there are children. They're black-eyed kids, not black-eyed adults, right? I know. I mean, I, I'm trying to look for a moral. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just trying to look for something to like. Uh, no, don't force it. I mean, I, I, I don't think there's anything so, like, more. I'm trying to find a reason, a reasoning to make up the story. I don't think there's any moral there's no thing reason to. to make it up. Maybe just more like attention. Attention. But apparently, like these Which stories is, were happening way before this article came out, before Bethel's. Prove it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, just like the Bloody Mary thing, <laughs> I don't know if it's real or not, but I'm not going to test it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, how could you test it? Kind of did today, talking to old There's... Rake Boy, but you 
You didn't. Yeah, dude, you opened the I door and talked to him. No. The in his hand. <laughs> I said no, bro. You left him at the door and went and like, hey, let me go check. Like you did. Yeah, the bad. I didn't want to be a complete asshole. So if it's like life and death, that you're gonna be like, hey, I don't want to be rude to him. Like, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> yeah, so I said, hey, let me go see if I had, and I did legitimately check because there was a part of me that was like, well. This can't be real. That's how they get dude, you, I bro. Know. That's, That's why, why they're the black-eyed kids. Dude. Not the black-eyed, scary adults. I know, man. They're the black-eyed kids. Like man. I said, it was just this innocent kid just trying to rake some leaves. Like, dude, they're I'm kids, not even kidding. <laughs> I swear, it looked like I saw like a kid in your window right now, Gene. I'm not even oh. kidding. Yeah. Like, right behind no, you. And I, oh, I yeah. wasn't going to say anything I'm serious, either. dude. I, well, no, because it, it just it peaked out the side and then it went back like it and it did have a like a rake probably... in its hand like and it just went back <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sorry but it's probably it's nothing. probably nothing it's I don't fine worry about it. don't worry i would be terrified if his like camera went black right now just like dude i know and then when it came back on the window is up and gene is gone <laughs> and it's just like the yeah. wind blowing out of like in captain hooked like in captain hooked when the get stolen and they go in and, like, <gasps> and it's just the wind is when there's a note on the door like a <laughs> yeah you believe it now <laughs> jesus <laughs> good old captain hook yeah well i don't know it's still scary to see that was a scary one because it doesn't leave me with <coughs> it doesn't give me any room for logic it doesn't yeah i can't logic logically think my way through it like well this matches up with that and like and that's probably why that one just seems either uh one person started like a really cool story and then maybe people trended on it if it's fake and then if it's real that's horrifying i've never seen one I don't think I, I and I don't I think guess. I would if I saw kids like crying at my door and being like our parents we can't find our parents I don't think I would be like uh, could be the black eyed kids mm-hmm. I don't think I believe it that yeah. much that I would like act on it you know what I mean which neither would Eugene because you obviously didn't <laughs> yeah no I, I yeah I'm not saying it, yeah the- I mean it was in the back of my mind but that's a big coincidence a though like I would have I would have freaked out. By the coincidence right. of it. Uh, yeah, because nobody <laughs> rings my doorbell or anything. Like, And then to happen like today of all days in the morning. And the house was empty at that time? Yeah, it was just me and the animals. and you know. Did he ask to come in? No, he just asked to you know rake the yard. Did he say how much money he wanted? Nope. Or he just said for some money? No. Yeah, he's like, I'm just trying That's... to get money for my mom. Was there a six-foot person? <laughs> was there a six-foot guy in a suit standing by a car by the road? No, but when, when I opened the door, a car drove away, and then the kid oh, was just God. standing there. And I was like, it was like the timing. I was like, uh. The drop-off. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? And, yeah, you know, I had no clue. So, and, yeah, I didn't have a lot of leaves either, so there was, like, nothing for him to do. <laughs> so, if it was a black-eyed kid, what would you have done? What? What do you mean? Like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the scenario, and then you take it from me and tell me what you would okay. Do. You open the door, doorbell rings. You open the door. The kid's like, uh, "Can I rake for some money because of my mom?" <laughs> and you're like, "Uh," and you turn around and like, "Oh, let me check to see." And when you turn back. Solid black eyes. What do you now? You go now. You tell me what happened. I closed the, I closed the damn door. Lock that shit, <laughs> bro. I feel like 
And then what? And then what? And then what? Then what? Then what do you do? Do you call 911? Oh, I panic. I have no clue. I mean, who do you call? Okay, but... Do you I think call I look out the peephole. Um, Bro, he's my standing phone. right so he there. stab you in the eye with his knife? You're dead. If you, you think, think he'll... Do you think a knife can go through the peephole? No, I don't know about that. I don't know, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. small. No, but... <laughs> Richard's like, the, yeah, the picture... I've tried... It does. Hear me out. The picture that Richard painted, you saying you would close the door, but like, let's imagine you took like three or four steps in the opposite direction. So this kid is right at the door. You're five feet away. Ah. So then you look back. His eyes are black. Are you running? You're not. You're gonna go and run towards him and shut the door, or are you gonna take off like out the back door? Well, when I answer the door, I'm standing. I'm asking the, the scenario door. that I said. I know that. Huh? And I, know I say that. the, the scenario say, that I said. You're five feet away. He's right. by the door. What do you do in that situation? Because that's how I pictured it when Richard uh, explained it. Well, he still has to be allowed inside the house. Yeah, but are you <laughs> going to be that clear-headed? Yeah. Are you going to be that exactly? You think you're going to be that clear-headed when you see solid black eyes six oh, feet away. I'm, you're going to walk towards pausing. him. I'm definitely pausing and like. Probably in shock. Like, huh? like, you can't commit, huh? Because at that point, like, if you were that conscious, if you were that like self-aware, you'd almost be like cocky, like, okay, you can't commit. Exactly. Now what? I think I'd be in shock I, at first, bro. You would uh, be freaking out. I, you think? Oh yeah, I'd be, freak- oh, yeah, I'd be freaking out. That's why I'm in shock. shock. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm in shock because I'm freaking out, and I'm just like, oh my god. And I'm probably like think- staring back and forth into these black soulless eyes, <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, and then I'm looking at the door, and I'm looking at him, and I'm just like, because the back door is so much further, and this black eye kid probably has like lightning speed. So he could probably catch me or just move me with his mind. Yeah, there's no proof of that, though. What if you go to the back door and but he's he at the back door just standing there? Ooh. Dude, dude <laughs> I'm, done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done at that point. Because <laughs> the, the animals aren't helping me. Rigby's probably hiding. <laughs> Thought you could dude, get away. And there's nothing to say that, like, they're good fighters. Like, what if you could just beat them? <laughs> I know. Like, what a, what a anti, like, climatic if it was just like, ah! and then just out of panic, you punch it. Your <laughs> oh, eyes go back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> and run away. Like, they're just, oh! Dude, no. that uh, dude. What Gene said. What if their whole thing is to get you on legal charges? Their eyes go back to normal, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna call the cops now because you just punched a child, and oh, that's shit. the whole evil thing. It's a demon, but they just want to get you in like legal stuff. It's like the biggest asshole demon. Like, I know. Like, well, no, we're gonna do this the legit way. No, but I'll tell them. Mm, what are you gonna say? <laughs> Their contacts, see? <laughs> you adult jerk. Wait, why are you caught? Con- oh, you're a minor. <laughs> yeah. So instead of money for raking the leaves, how much would you pay to not go to jail today? Yeah. Uh, anything, whatever you like. Cool, well, can I come inside? No. No, yeah, stop. Anything Is it okay that. if I come inside then while you figure it out and then you look back and it's <laughs> No! <laughs> no! It's just inception stop level tricky. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> These kids are smart. They're probably like thousands of years old. Been doing this forever. <laughs> Whatever they are, they're weird. It's a weird one for sure. I mean, just anybody it, coming just... to my door is weird. Like, why are you coming to my house? 
Yeah, that's weird how yeah. that's changed over time. Yeah. Dude, we, we used to, like, not have cell phones. I can't, like, I, I remember not having a cell phone, but I also don't remember, I can't fathom how I, I, I don't remember how I live without a cell Life phone. Life was so much clearer. I feel like the world was so much more open. Without a cell phone? And, uh, no, and we were still very social, like, super social. Like, we would get in contact with each other. We would call each other on our home phones. You're the mom would answer, is Omar there? Omar! <laughs> you know, or whatever, like, Gene, is Gene there? Gene! Like, it would be, we were able to get in contact with each other. We were able to, like, set up stuff, and we would do stuff, like, every weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like, in junior high, and, you know, because I think by high school, we pretty much all had phones. Yeah. But, like, middle school, sixth grade, fifth grade, like, when we were still kind of hanging out, like, we were able to figure stuff out without cell yeah. phones. I mean, we would go to places without cell phones. I mean, that was the crazier yeah. thing. Like, right here we are at the, <laughs> uh, you know, somewhere. we're at the carnival, at the movies, yeah, the right, movies. yeah, yeah. Seriously, that's that's a good point. And even then, like those no phones way, were just no way for your parents to get a hold of you at all. Yeah, so just scary. Flip yeah. Phones. Now being a parent, like, like that, sounds so terrifying. Like, just gonna pray that they're there yeah, whenever I pick them up at you. ten. Like, <laughs> right, dude, <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because there's no way to like set yeah. that up it's it has to be agreed upon before that's and then they better be there and like it was always a big deal if you were even like two or three because they yeah, were upset probably terrified like, i told you 10 o'clock and i'm like it's 10 05 it's not a big deal i don't care but they have it's also like they can't just keep you in the house the whole time of so course. they had to someone mm-hmm. like yeah and i mean that's like I a bet. whole level of trust that we'll never experience again like no. just no yeah by the time, like, I don't have kids, but, and Omar, I can imagine with Ezra, by the time he's old enough to go somewhere by himself, or, like, at least for a few hours, like, go out to a movie with his friends or something, or even spend the night at someone's house, or go on a field trip, or something where he's going to be away, I can't imagine, like, you not having a cell phone for him that you can, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it just, I know I wouldn't imagine that, like, obviously not when they're six years mm-hmm. old or four years old or whatever, like, but... Once they start getting to the age where, like, I want to hang out with my friend today. Can I go, like, spend Saturday night at my friend? And they're like, oh, okay, well, now you need a cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Or like, yeah, me and my friends are going to the movie. It terrifies like, me even, just all the even stuff with the cell do. phone. Like, thinking about that, those days coming, like, that's terrifying. Like, Sure. Uh, yeah. So then I can't you can track location. You're not there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, a lot of parents, like, now they just track their kids' location, just see where they are. Yeah. Like... Yeah, but that's unethical. I already put a chip in the back of Ezra's neck. Kid has GPS? GPS all the time. I charge him him at night, and he's GPS. And you even have, like, a little remote for Ezra. Like, you can stop, like, when he's going to just stop. I have to go home, guys. Goodbye. And just walks abnormally home. Dad, you better scream in front of all my friends.